0: What's up, and welcome to another episode of the Grindline Podcast. This is episode 46, and we are all over here wallowing in our misery. I am here with Ryan and hey, Tyler. Are How are you guys doing tonight?
1: I'm, I'm doing, doing okay. Sorry. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm not too bad. Even Wendy's after class here, so. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so the Red Wings lost again, you know, not really Weird. surprised, but. we're going to talk a little bit today about the trade deadline, who we want to see go, what we want in return. Honestly, it's probably going to sound a lot like last season's trade deadline talk because we literally have all the same players. So we want to start tonight, though, uh, with a little thought experiment we did this past week to see how many people from one fan base we can simultaneously piss off at once. So I think I posted something to the effect of a tweet that said there are literally still Habs fans that think Kat Kaniemi is going to be better than Zadina. So I posted it on two levels. One, because I knew it would piss people off. <laughs> I just knew it would because they're all raving about his four goals in four games or whatever. The kid has 27 points on the season. Will he be good? Sure is he going to be the same kind of player that Philip Zadina is most likely going to be? No, not in the least. Do I see Kat Kaniemi as a one C we'll see where it goes right now. I think they're playing him on the third line, but my God, the fan base exploded. We got randomly blocked by some chicks that didn't say anything to us. It was pretty great. Ryan, you had some fun with them too.
1: I wish I could have had as much fun as you were. I can That's the most my phone has ever gone off in a single day, and I thought I was going to actually overheat and melt. But it, it's amazing to see that how adamant they were about pointing out that one's in the NHL because this, their team had nobody to play for him at that point and had no one much better. And the other guys in the AHL, because this other team, the Red Wings, have too many roster players that they couldn't bring up Sadina and actually make him worth a while. And there's really nothing to base their argument off of because they haven't been at the same level. And still, it's just hilarious and the way you and then props to Roh- Rohan for uh, jumping in providing his Australian support that's international camaraderie right there the other it was was a glorious weekend it's still going the other funny part of it was they kept bringing up well
0: he's 18 he's the youngest player to ever do this and I go you know at at one time there was another youngest player to ever do this and you know there were some other 10 year olds became absolute trash and then they kept saying Zadina is more likely to be like Neil Yakupov. And I look up Yakupov's numbers. You know whose numbers are eerily similar right now? Kotkaniemi's. They're around the same. <laughs> so, I, I mean, sure, love your prospects to death. We love our prospects to death. Of course, we'll overvalue some of them. But I think it's ridiculous to say that Kotkaniemi right now is just so far superior and has so much more talent than Zadina will ever have. He's in the
1: NHL, Greg. He's in the NHL.
0: Yeah, exactly. So is Justin Applicator. <laughs> so we've got, we've got that going on. That was a blast. I had fun with that this uh, last week, the next apparent uh, social experiment we're supposed to do is tell uh, the Vancouver fans that Elias Pettersson is awful because they apparent, some of them apparently think he is better than McDavid. So that'll have to be our next thought experiment. Um, but we are going to move into trade deadline talk. There's a lot to talk about. Ken Holland, of course, you heard us last week talk about Ken Holland saying he might stand pat and not do anything, which sure. is the worst possible scenario. We're going to go around, say who we want to be traded, who's up on the block, who should go and what we should get. But I think we'll start with Tyler. You just want to give us a few of of who you would like to go and what you would like to
2: get for them. Yeah, well, let me just start with, uh, with the Stan Pat BS. If that happens, a lot of people are going to be more pissed off than they already are. Uh, When it comes to Red Wings fans, I mean, the arena is not even close to as full as it was earlier in the season, and it's just going to start emptying out more and more and more because people are sick of the same bullshit. However, the team is competitive on the ice. They're fun to watch at times, so whatever. We'll see what happens. Uh, Players to go. I think Luke Glendening will end up going to the Toronto Maple Leafs for a second or a third. Probably it's a third. Gustav Nyquist will end up going – somewhere. I'm not sure exactly where. I think you can get a second for Gustav Request. He's been good uh, this year, although he's sputtered a little bit as of late. Jimmy Howard, I think will be here still. Nick Jensen, I think, is on his way out as well. You can probably get a second for him. Uh, maybe a third. Maybe a second and a third. Not not too sure. Vanek, if he waves his no trade clause, you'll get no more than a third for him. And If you really dare and you really want to spice things up and maybe go to Anaheim and see if they'll trade you Montour or they'll trade you Fowler or one of those guys. You could get one of those guys and trade them Athanasiu and, and uh, add Athanasiu to the crop of young players that Anaheim has, like Sam Steele and uh, Maxime Comtois and Troy Terry and those guys. The Ducks are reeling right now. Uh, what is it? Bob Murray, he's the, you know the GM or he's the coach behind the bench. Yeah, they guy.
0: fired Carlisle today.
1: Yeah,
2: yesterday, that's subject. Yesterday, yesterday, So, I mean, I would go to Anaheim and see if they want to trade you Montour or they want to trade you uh, Lindholm or they want to trade you one of those guys because you do need defensemen. Jonathan Erickson and and, and uh, Nicholas Cronwall and, and Nick Jensen, if he ends up going out west or if he goes somewhere, you're going to need to fill that up, whether it be with young players coming from the American Hockey League or or – you know what, and I think the best bet is, is to try to get somebody that's that's already played some NHL games like Montour or someone like that from the Ducks um, and fill that spot instead of giving a guy like, I don't know, like Libor Sulak or one of those, just let those guys finish, finish the season out in the AHL. Uh, Zadina, I mean, if you need to bring him up at some point, go ahead. But I would let the defensemen and most of the players just stay in Grand Rapids. Let the season be what it is and see if you can't get a, an NHL defenseman from Anaheim or one of those teams out west that are struggling.
0: Well, Zadina's coming up next month. Holland I did says see that, that. Yeah, he's his nine-game nine trial.
2: Yeah, they
0: won't burn a year of his ELC. There's no point. Then you have to protect him in the Seattle draft. Mm-hmm. But they will bring him up for nine games. And I, another thing that, that we tweeted out today, one of those games is going to be against Montreal.
1: So, God, I hope it happens. And he puts all the will pucks in that.
0: If his promise of their filling, filling their net with pucks comes true. Uh, but, Ryan, <laughs> what are some of the names you see on the block and, and what do you see them going for?
1: So, my number one, and I think it's pretty much everyone's number one, should be Goose. As much as it would suck to see him go, and I wouldn't mind them bringing him back on a decent contract if it, the price is right, which it probably isn't going to happen. I would like to see at least a, a first or second for him. I mean, regardless of who he goes to, the first round pick is going to be a late pick. So it could be a Joe Bellino 2.0 situation, but we're kind of, it's a gamble at that point. But really the only other one to me that it think that's going to be a reasonable one. There are only two other two would be Nick Jensen to bring back a second or a third. And I, and I'm possibly the Glenn Denning. I'm going to go with Tyler on this one. Babcock wants his, uh, is Luke Glendening, even though it might crush the heart of my fiance here, True. she'll uh, that's her that's her boy, True. but I think he could be one guy that could get you another depth defenseman. But that's the only problem is that if you get some of these guys, like what to your point, Tyler, for bringing in NHL ready guys, is that we're already log jamming, we we're, we're adding on to the log jam essentially, and we still have. I mean, Cronwall. He said it's more likely to retire, so he's not getting traded. That's already been pretty much made clear. In Holland, there's a a Detroit News article today that talked to that one. So really, your best—yeah, your best hope is going to rely—you're going to be relying on Nyquist, possibly Jensen, and Glenn Denning to pull in pretty much anything of value. And that's not including the fact that we could still trade if they don't get traded at the deadline. There's still the draft where their rights could be traded away. And some finagling could happen there. But those are my top three.
0: Yeah, I agree. I I think if you don't trade Nyquist, there's a pretty big problem. Nyquist is one Mm -hmm. of the only people right now besides Howard that have a ton of value to another team. He's having a career season. You can get him. We can retain salary. You can finish out the year with him. I think that would help a team like like Calgary or uh, Boston. Boston's another one, I think, that could make a run at Nyquist. The other, uh, I think if you could take Glenn Denning and package him with Jensen and send him to the Leafs, you could probably get uh, a second-round pick. You could bring back someone like a uh, Nikita Zaitsev, who's on a terrible contract. Uh, but I think you could bring back him. He's, I think, 27 years old now, uh, a defenseman from the Leafs, which, I mean, he's not doing great there, but I think he's being given low. He started off real good when they first signed him. And then I think he's been given given less minutes and in a smaller role because of the other defensemen they've brought in, so I think yeah. you could, yeah, you could give up someone like Jensen to bring in someone like Zaitsev, uh, and, and get some good picks, uh, and send him to the Leafs. with Greg, Glenn do Denny. you like
2: Zaitsev more than you like Montour from Anaheim? I mean, it's taking
0: him for me. Zaitsev has kind of, like I said, since they signed him, his. His production's gone down, but I think that's because his ice time has gone down. His pairings have gone down. Uh, Montour's always been pretty steady, but uh, I'd have to check their contracts. I, I don't you, know what mine is making.
2: You got uh, Zaitsev at 4.5 for one, for one, two, three, four, five more years at 4.5 uh, with the Leafs, and then uh, Montour with Anaheim at um.
0: 3.3875 3
2: 3. until twenty twenty. Yeah, and he's an um, RFA, so maybe Anaheim wouldn't even be inclined to move a guy like Montour. But that's that's the kind of guy that I would start looking at, or maybe even Lindholm. Maybe Lindholm is more expendable for them. See,
1: so those are yeah. still deep contracts, though. The so where they're at right now, those types of contract, that Zaitsev contract for five more years at like a Erickson yeah. style. I mean, that's. For where they're at and how much is coming off, I mean, do you really want to bring that on? I mean, yeah, you got Cronwall retiring. Daly's going to be gone. Wachowski gone, but uh, I don't know. That one's a hard one to swallow for me.
2: Here's the other thing, too, and this is something we haven't even brought up yet. Is is a guy, you know, and you talk about Jensen uh, possibly being a guy that, that would be moved. Is a guy like Mike Green attractive to some teams?
0: I think he is, but again, Green has made it known that he does not want to waive his no yep. trade. He doesn't he does not, not want oh, to leave yeah, he does the city. Yeah,
2: he does have one. Yeah.
0: Yep. He doesn't want to leave the city. His family's here. He's here. He likes, he actually seems like one of the guys that enjoys being here. Yeah. And I don't mind keeping Green, uh, especially if if you can shed some of the other defense. You know, like if you get rid right of Jensen and you can bring in Heronic full time, I, I think that helps you quite a bit. A and you've got a way and. Yeah, you've got to wait another year to get rid of Erickson. Cronwell hopefully retires. If Cronwell retires and you get rid of Jensen, you can bring in maybe – you can trade maybe for a good young demon, mm-hmm. and you can you can bring up Peronic full-time. And I think that would help immensely. The problem so, is
2: young defensemen aren't really expendable and the ones that are cost a lot. I mean, think about it. Now, this is Peter Shirelli being an idiot. And, and so maybe this isn't the bar that you set – But, um, you know, Adam Larson costs you fucking Taylor Hall. So if that's that's the – That's just a dumbass trade. That was a terrible trade. But think of some of the trades that – and I can't think of any off the top of my head. But think of some of the trades that have been made for some, like, good young defenseman. It takes a lot. Uh, If you go back a few years ago, Ryan Johansson got traded to uh, Nashville and Seth Jones came back the other way. So Seth Jones cost Ryan Johansson, who was a first line center at the time for Nashville. Or uh for, for Columbus. So it it's not an easy thing to get a young defenseman. I am not saying it's
0: easy. I think though it is probably still doable. I think it's doable.
1: The one that stood out to me. What what letting Shea Theodore go on a whim? before these guys are tested, like you just mentioned, Seth Jones, where he was already making his way up to a one-two defenseman. But uh, Shea Theodore Anaheim, he barely cracked the ice for them. And then they let him go via the expansion draft to Vegas. And he's just crushing it. And then you got Trevor Van Rumsdyk is another young defenseman that Chicago let go away to – he's not young now, he's 27 now. But they let him walk to Carolina. So it's – there's plenty of guys out there that fit the middle of the road path of defense defender that you're not going to have to spend a lot of money on. I think like a Nick Jensen type, he's a five, six on most teams, and they're not going to overspend on people like that. So,
0: No, but yeah. you also have to think that we're going to be bringing people in. Like uh, mm-hmm. I think Gustav Lindstrom is probably two years out. Uh, depending on how Jerry McIsaac, who's been great in the queue this year, depending on he, how he does in the next couple years, you're going to need a spot for him. So, maybe not even signing a younger defenseman, but getting rid of one of your terrible contracts and packaging something like an Athena CU and a pick to get maybe someone good.
2: Yeah, I think think what this rebuild is going to take, because I think now you've gotten the picks – like you know, the, the 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 certain amount of picks, you know, the the significant amount of picks. Now it's it's about hitting on them, but I think it's also about getting creative and starting to package those picks they and will. move up in the draft, or package those picks and get a young defenseman, or package those picks with a forward, uh, with Athan to see you, or uh, Greg. I hate to say this, package those picks with Mantha and move up. I mean, it's gonna take it's gonna take something significant, especially like like let's just say Colorado gets that first round that first oh, overall pick. for Jack Hughes. Why would you? Hold on a Second, hold on a second. Would you deal Athens C U Mantha and your first this year for Jack Hughes?
1: No.
0: I mean, if I'm if I'm getting rid of Athens C U and Mantha, I'm not taking Hughes. I'm taking Caco. Okay, because you're getting rid of scoring and scoring, and what a are you playmaker. replacing it with?
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess I guess Hughes is more more of a playmaker. Kakko is more yeah. of a goal scorer. I, I don't know. It, it's just it's just interesting because like the 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 draft itself can really flip on its ear if Colorado ends up getting him. And who knows? They may end up just taking Jack Hughes, and that that just might be the end of it if they end up getting that first overall pick. Well, they
0: already said they're not trading. Sackick said he is not trading that pick.
2: Yeah, so. well, he said that he said that when when they took McKinnon, and he almost traded it. He almost traded because because he wanted Seth Jones, and I guess he ended up taking McKinnon, or was it was that a, a different draft? I forget exactly how it went, but he didn't end up taking seth jones and he ended up going to uh nashville and he almost traded that pick i don't know if it was a second overall pick or what it was but i think it was the traded. McKinnon it. One. yeah it was a mckinnon one that's yeah so, I don't so know. you I, just got to get creative i think i think that's, yeah that's
0: where we're at i think that so i think nyquist goes i wouldn't be surprised if that's the only move that's made Agreed. Uh, but I think that Glenn Denning had Babcock's got a hard on for Glenn Denning. So we could send him out. I think we could send out Jensen to a team that's looking for defensive depth, like the Maple Leafs. And then I think we could send, we could send out Howard, but we won't. My mm-hmm. dark horse is the past couple of years. Teams have asked about Danny DeKaiser, Kaiser. Hmm. So, Do we could we ship out someone like DeKaiser and retain a million of his salary because we have so much cap room coming into next season? I think that 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 would also free up a defensive spot. If you wanted to re sign Jensen, you have to get rid of someone else. Yep. I would be okay re signing Jensen if you could get rid of someone like DeKaiser.
1: Absolutely. I'd be 100% on that, especially if they now do does, does retaining salary does that carry over year to year? Can they do that? Yeah, it goes to the they end they, of
0: their contract. Oh, yep. does
1: it really? Okay.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah. I mean, shit, if they could do that and do a mil, like a mill per year, like you said, I mean, that puts yep. them down to what, three and a half million?
0: Yeah. And that's not even a lot. I mean, uh, Toronto's still paying for Phil Kessel. So,
1: yeah, I'm, I would be very okay with that contract falling off the books, having that as especially with everything that falls off at the end of this year, everything that falls off next year with Erickson and Cronwall, et cetera. That, that would be huge because it goes back to the point of what we, the wings could pursue via free agency. Uh, and then also what they could make it, it, a deal with. So that, yep. that would be fantastic. I didn't even think so, about that one.
0: So I say, if you get rid of someone like DeKaiser, Kaiser, uh, <coughs> who is making way more money than uh, who's making more money than Jensen right now, de Kaiser's contract is through 2022, 20, 23 is making 5 million a season. If you could take a million and a half of that, that would knock him down to three point five, and give Jensen maybe a, a three-year extension at two two point five million per year. You're still paying less, a, a million dollars less than what you would be paying
2: to Kaiser. To do to do more than the Kaiser does,
0: I wouldn't say yeah. to do to to do more defensively than the Kaiser does. Absolutely. You're not getting more offense with Jensen, but I think you're getting more of a shutdown guy and a better penalty kill when, when you play Jensen. So that I, I think that would be a fair trade for a team that wants a, a depth D guy and someone like DeKaiser because he's older and has more experience or whatever, or however you want to put yourself to bed at night. But I think you could get rid of him, retain a million and a half salary. It's only going to cost a team 3.5 million to pick him up. And then you could pay Jensen two and a half million and, and you're still paying less. So that's my wild trade deadline scenario. I don't have anything else I think that's going to be crazy going on. I actually think it's going to be a relatively boring trade deadline with uh, Ken Holland because you see moves are starting to happen now. Uh, I think in the past three or four days, there have been like five trades. so. Yeah. We're starting to move on some stuff, and and I don't think anything significant is going to happen for us. What I think is going to happen for us more is going to be towards free agency is where they'll try to make a bigger move.
2: Yeah, I think, like I said before, I think the creativity is going to have to start. like Something like that where you eat some salary and you make a player look a, a lot more attractive than they are to Kaiser or i don't know if you would ever consider doing this but would erickson be expendable (laughs) (laughs) no throw him off a bridge what if you eat half of it though you don't think someone would take no i don't know
0: does the the mcdonald's down the road need a drive-thru guy hey you know
2: what i'm sorry and this might sound really stupid but a lot of the commentators and i'm not talking about the detroit you know, the, the Fox Sports Detroit commentators, Ken, uh, Ken Daniels and Mickey Redmond and those guys, those guys obviously know that he's trash. But, like, the national guys, when Erickson's out of the lineup, they're like, oh, Detroit's missing one of their best defensemen, Jonathan Erickson. Does the league think that?
0: Hey, yeah. will NBC buy him out? He can just be a commentator? Yeah,
1: I, I'll, uh, take
2: that. I'll take no, that,
0: that.
1: That'll never happen. If it does, I'll just start walking around naked everywhere at a – it's pure joy. Listen, Tyler, if they can trade Jonathan
0: Erickson, I will Venmo you $50.
1: Okay. This is recorded. You should pin that tweet.
0: It's not going it to happen. And when it does. Honestly, honestly okay. I think there is a better chance of them re-signing Jonathan Erickson. You shut the hell up. You Don't contract. ever
1: say that again. Word to God. <laughs> I'll never. I, I'll, I'm done. If that happens, I'm done because you just fucking ruined it. <laughs> so, what are you guys? What are you guys looking
0: for? And and we'll keep this part short. But what do you want to come out of this trade deadline with? Like, what do we have? Ten picks right now. Twelve. How many? Do you want more picks? Do you want prospects? What do you want?
1: It depends on who's getting traded. I mean, Nyquist is going to be your best bet. To get one a high pick, which, which would be mid to uh, low round, first round pick, depending on who the trade goes to and how they fare in the playoffs. And he could also possibly get you, much like Glenn Denning, a role, a role playing guy. Like if, if Glenn Denny were traded, I could see them wanting depth defenseman or a depth forward to kind of replace him. Because but they also have enough of that in the system because you got like Dominic Turgeon and guys of that nature that could fill that need and role. But I mean, to me, I'd rather just get a couple more picks and then wheel and deal. Start packaging that shit. Like what you said, Tyler. Yeah, I guess in a perfect
2: world for me, I mean, I I don't think, I mean, obviously the last few drafts, they've gone for quality, quantity, not quality. And I think it's time you start doing quality. I think it's time you start, you start hitting on your picks. And if you need to move up in the draft, you move up. If you need to trade a team, a a first round pick and, and, you know, get their first round pick and, you know, you give them something else, move up in that draft, because I'm telling you right now, I mean, obviously right now you wouldn't want to do that because of of the lottery and stuff, but you got to start being creative when it comes to this kind of stuff. And, uh, I guess in a perfect world though, I would, I would take prospects over picks at this point of the rebuild.
0: Really? That's interesting.
2: I agree. Like what
0: be... level of prospect are you trying to get though? With what okay.
2: But for Gustav Nyquist, if it's just Nyquist alone, I would probably take the pick because it's probably going to be somewhere around a second or maybe even a first round pick, depending on what team needs them and what team's desperate enough to do it. Um, but if you're talking like maybe trading Jensen with CU, I expect prospects in that deal.
0: I mean, you'll you'd probably get pick and prospect. There, Ken Holland doesn't make player for player deals. It doesn't happen,
2: unfortunately.
0: So, so I, I think if if we came out of this trade deadline, let's say 13 picks in this upcoming draft, at that point you can package to move up. You can oh. if you somehow finish outside of the top three you might be able to move into the top three by by packaging the picks together to move up but i think if we came out of uh this trade deadline with 13 picks or 12 picks and then maybe a couple guys in grand rapids i think that would help because grand rapids is going to be depleted pretty soon our cupboards are, are getting better with the last draft but they're still kind of empty so I'd say 12 13 picks if we came out with and we, and we got rid of a couple of contracts and, and got some new guys in the lineup I'd be happy uh, but I'm not expecting anything because you all know what happens when we expect stuff
1: things get broken
2: yeah well we you know what we expected a lot for 25 years and and uh you know and we got it we got it we got it it's still over unfortunately 2000, 2009 pisses us all off but you know in the grand scheme of things it was a great run and and now we're we're basically you know seeing seeing what what all that success
1: does to you we're yeah. at the pda light stage of our hangover right now <laughs> it sucks <laughs> i mean i mean you you can't you can't say it doesn't but no yeah, it's absolutely terrible i it's the, the playoffs are fun to watch but when it's i don't get a chance to go watch a wings playoff game it's fucking boring yeah it i sucks. agree
0: We're going to wrap up tonight. Let's get our final thoughts and our Twitter handles. We'll start with you, Ryan.
1: Uh, Final thoughts is hold on to your butts. I've probably (laughs) said that before, but this next week and a half, what day is the deadline, 22nd, 24th? The deadline is the 25th. The 25th is is D-Day, so we're exactly two weeks away from all hell or no hell breaking loose. So I'll just keep saying it over and over. Enjoy it. It's going to suck. Good things will happen. Fuck Erickson. Twitter. At RD, Ryan33.
2: Tyler. Yeah, the, my final thoughts is um, anytime you lose to Chicago, it's fucking horrifying. It sucks losing All to Chicago. Great. It, no, it, you know what, Greg? I support your losing for Fuse or losing, <laughs> uh, tanking for Capo Ka- Caco, but when it comes to losing to the Hawks, nothing – Pisses me off more than losing to Chicago. The, their fans are aggravating, and yes, okay, they're not they're not the fans that they once were when when they were you know winning the three and six years or whatever it was. But they're still annoying. It's all hell, and I would like nothing more for the Wings to beat the Hawks when they play here at Little Caesars Arena in a, in a few days. So, anyways, that's, that's right, my man. final thoughts. You can follow me on Twitter at SealDog91.
0: My final thoughts are uh, thank God that Holland has one year left on his contract. I don't think I can take any more headlines like Holland going to stand pat Holland, ready to make playoffs next year. I can't do it anymore. Uh, Good luck to whoever the next general manager is.
2: Steve Eisenman, no pressure,
0: no pressure at all. But uh, I think that, I don't think much is going to happen at trade deadline. I'm happy if 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 we do a lot. I'm not happy if we do nothing. But if we just ship out Nyquist, I'm okay with that too. You can follow me online at Bringing the Wing. I had a super sweet Larkin Photoshop job I did today.
1: Uh, Those were fantastic. You,
0: if you want to check it out, you can find it at Bringing the Wing or at Grindline Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at Grindline Pod. You can get our podcast on Spotify, on Podbean, on iTunes. Uh, literally almost anywhere you could get we're not on soundcloud you can get us almost anywhere uh, you can get podcasts please tweet at us facebook us we have a facebook page if you search grindline podcast on facebook you will find us Uh, but yes tweet at us subscribe like us on facebook send us messages Uh, we love all you people just talk to us but for ryan and tyler i am greg stay classy hockey town